0: Good evening and welcome to the Car 7 Race Driver Show with our original specials. It's Jonathan Sutherland. Howdy,
1: <sighs> They've My all
2: decided
0: to wear cowboy computer,
1: hats. Mate.
2: We're here. Is- we are going to have a show. We're going to have it in cooperation with Liberty Media. We're going to make sure the show goes the way that we want, not the way you want, Hugh.
1: <laughs> i got to say that like, I'm from Virginia, which is kind of like Texas. But also like
2: Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm also, but I'm young. so yeah, I'm not sure it's on definitely on like Yorkshire. Kind of yeah. I'm going to tell you
1: all the <laughs> truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm so this, truth. I'm so this, this madness is
2: coming off the back of the uh, slightly controversial Grand Prix in Abu Dhabi, which I think has driven us all slightly mad. I as think As so. I'm not wearing aviators and a Texan cowboy hat. Rue, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I
1: would have aviators, but they didn't tell me that when I had to get up because I was going to steer you with my new wheel. Two, no. two. I think I'm before. I'm going to go straight. I'm going to go around the left-hand bend. I'm Nico Rosberg.
2: I'm going to go around the left-hand bend. Go wherever I'm, Netflix say to go. Rude. That's what we need to do. Netflix, say turn left. Netflix, say turn right. <laughs> Overtake the, the lap cars and away we go.
1: I could have done my other joke. I could have got my hands-free kit and had it put in here. So these are my special. I've got my special microphone that I can talk to the team for Netflix. And I've got my special earphones I can talk to the team for Netflix. And I've got a special earpiece I can talk to Liberty Media. I do you think 2021 is the year hey, F1 just We don't want. I've got a big mustache When We're in America. We don't want any of this nonsense about racing. What we want to do is have safety
0: cars. That, that does actually look quite like um, the American guy, doesn't it? From Liberty Media.
1: No shit, yeah, you know. it does. Well, it well,
0: does. Well, really? Yeah, what maybe it's the, the colour of your cap, the 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 background. But you way know, it did. The guy when really he kind of gave you a bit of. With the glasses and the whole thing.
1: This just like the people who keep telling me, no, Andrew, what you need to do when you're using the pad is use these. Because uh, at 52 years of age, I've <laughs> never tried that in my life. <laughs> because nice. I must be an idiot. Yes, so. that was the point. The guy with the big moustache. Basically, what he is, is a corporate <laughs> version of Elliot Gould, who is one of the coolest cowboys ever to have lived. So I'm Elliot Gould. I'm in charge of Trinity Media. And I somehow bamboozled with one of the greatest racing people, Ross Brown, to give... Ross Brown is effectively the Tom Hanks of racing, isn't he? Because he's, he's brought... thingy. John, you're the ones. You've got brains and words. And I I just
2: and... I just think that I don't think the result of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix has been good for any of us. I think it's affected us, <laughs> it's affected us quite badly in that uh, we seem to have lost lost our collective minds because the sport that we really love and that we're enthusiastic about seems to be manipulated in order to provide a finale for Netflix. And oh no! It's, it's I not don't good. know it, I mean, what think,
1: you say
2: i, I, have, I from China. Almost don't uh, want to watch. Excuse F1 me. Anymore.
1: Excuse me, Mr. So, 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 like, so, Michael
2: Massey. My name's Michael Massey. Thank you. Uh, Mr.
1: Massey. I don't director. understand the way you say. When you say regulations, regulations say, no, over techie, <laughs> Three lap from at the end. I don't understand. I'm from a China, I have a 12 billion people and bigger <laughs> yeah. guns.
2: Is a 12 billion people in China, is I
1: have a many more virus here to kill you. Uh,
0: that will definitely well, get, I'm going to get tea
1: done for you. <laughs> think maybe think there's a on your house you. <laughs> And I'm making a railway line so you get no batteries. You can <laughs> my batteries. I buy all the batteries in the world, so your hybrids. My accent is a change lick a little bit. <laughs> 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 but I say, hello, Mr. Massey. I Are mean, we your regulations only as good as the guns you enforce them with? <laughs> So, maybe change a bit. So, also, black lives matter, but not in China. <laughs> or Saudi Arabia. Or, Qatar,
2: or Abu Dhabi, that's for sure.
1: Abu Dhabi, or Russia, or any other very big market. <laughs> it do Just... Pick a, pick a something nobody give a shit about. <laughs>
0: anyway, and then do as you're told or we kill you. It sounds like that one. We what we was it? Team America. Then. It does sound like Team America, doesn't it? King Long Jim from Team America. Oh,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So Rome, Oh, you
1: know, oh I am.
0: <laughs> oh, wait for the North Korean Grand Prix. And next year's Netflix <laughs> special.
2: Exactly. I think <laughs> Kim jong Un will win it. It's right?
1: like government <laughs> official, he not understand what Kim Jong will say. <laughs> Maybe he needs shine head. <laughs> Maybe Boris needs to lose get beer. So now, yes, um,
0: this to let I everyone know who's watching because we have people watching. Do we? we've got Simon, we've got yeah. Jerry. Uh, Simon, in the, yeah, Simon is watching, and uh, he's telling me we've got a few others as well. So it's great to see everybody. This is a car, the car, Simon Race Driver Show. a bit of a, it's a bit of a boys' banter night tonight, um, and we are of course talking about the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix a bit. and what happened and how it has left us <laughs> kind of almost numbstruck um, with the result because um, not that we're all Lewis fans, to be fair, we're probably not, but the way it was done. Not the way that the race was finished. I have a driver. I think, yeah. I, it, Poor we, politician. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be very interesting, actually, if you, all the guys watching there, guys and girls watching, if you have questions and you would like to put your point of view forward, please do so. And we will bring that into our conversation uh, because we think it's great to get a good discussion um, and it would be lovely to have your views. Um, we know that I think a lot of the ah! older fans who have been watching F1 ah! for a long time were really quite, also, you know, they, they were real thought, you can't do this. You, 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 can't, you can't run F1 like this. Um, but it'd be interesting to see because a lot of the younger fans, a lot of the Max Verstappen uh, uh, fans, were obviously over the moon. Now, Simon has said, Was that Lewis's last and race? Quite rightly. quite rightly. Well, seemingly, Toto Wolf has said that they cannot guarantee that Lewis will be racing next year.
1: Yes, this is, uh, this is in the last five hours or so. Sky hmm. F1 as um not Sky F1, sorry, Sky News has put out a report saying that the Total Wolf has said that you, you cannot guarantee um if Portland, it's going to
0: be uh, yeah.
1: Lewis being in Formula One next
0: year. Yeah. Does it not remind you a little bit of 1989, um after the Senna Prost crash, um the infamous kind of coming together? And about the John Marie Balestra at the time was the head of the FIA. Um, and he yep. was basically giving Prost all the advantages at that time. And yep. Senna went away at the end of that year very, very upset and also was in a position saying, should he come back? But, of course, he did, and then won it in 1990. Um, so we hope that Lewis comes back, because we don't want him to drop out like yeah, that. I think the that difference is, is
1: Senna only had two World Championships at that point, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he had, had, only, a, lot, he had a lot to
1: prove. He had a, it, was it one
0: he only, Yeah, he only won it. He won in 88, 90 and 91. So, in 89, he was heading
1: right. for the second one. So, he, he he had so much more to prove than Lewis. Yeah. I would not be surprised at all if Lewis decided to go, bye then. I've yeah. got stuff to do. I don't need yeah. any of this. Because I I, I watched this. It, I was so excited. I was so excited. This was the second race of the year I could watch live. I I, mm. I mean, it's like I've got a life or anything. I've got some beers in. I, and, and and I sat and watched the race, and I it was amazing. What a what a fantastic battle between two people I don't really like. Okay, and you get thrown the stuff at you, fanboy, 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 and it's like, no, no. The last person I really followed was DC, yeah, uh, yeah. Ricardo, who. Was the last person I could have definitively told you I was a fan of, and he's been crap for two years, or for the last year, I should say. Yeah, he
0: struggled at McLaren. Really and he
1: struggled. It's kind of I don't understand, it. and because I'm a nerd, it's all about understanding what they're doing to make yeah. them so fast. You know, it's like, what's the point of this thing? What, how can I be faster with this, and can I do it? You know. It, and then you get constant interference the entire year. You've had constant interference, safety costs, penalties. It's a total and constant interference by
0: the authorities
1: in what's meant to be clean racing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: hell? John, well, we've come
0: got, on. We've got a very good question here from James Clark. Welcome, James, to the channel. It's oh, great hello. to see you. And uh, and it's great to get you asking a question. It says Hi, guys, forgetting what happened this weekend, do you think it's ever fair for someone to gain an advantage after someone crashes and a safety car is deployed? Why not just close the pit lane? Hmm. Assumably, in IndyCar, uh, Jerry has said uh, that um, they close the pit lane. Or they should close the pit lane. Do they? Oh, you're like, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Seriously?
1: Because. Mm-hmm. When I the one year I watched the Indy five hundred, what totally spoilt it for me was the fact that every time there was a crash, the safety car came out, and any advantage someone had built up was disintegrated completely. And then they all came rushing into the pits, and you had no idea who came out in front. You had, I mean, remember our our six foot three guy, Mark? um, Mark, Is it Watson? Uh, Mark Wilson
0: oh I think he Wilson wasn't it Um, yeah yeah
1: six foot three the tallest driving f one ever Justin Wilson
0: he died did he not he He was killed in a crash yes he was
1: killed in a crash in IndyCars and he he ended up leading the race but he was in a midfield car
0: yeah
1: and he was leading the race because of a shuffle basically they had a shuffle at the pack you know a bit like the idiotic idea of having reverse grids you know it's like why well, he's leading the race. Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. He's not, he's not leading the race because he's in a fast corner. and he's a fast driver. He's leading the race because of the shuffle after a, a pit stop because of a safety yeah. car. And it was yeah. all because of a crash in a safety car. And I watched the entire Indy 500 without a clue what was going on. It was literally random until the last 10 laps.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so why can the not point-
2: they use the virtual safety car? I mean why did they pull out a full safety car because the virtual right. safety car is great because it, it maintains the distance between all the same cars. yeah yeah so the, yeah and so why
1: how many times this year John have they had a virtual safety car for 20 laps 10 laps five laps
2: yeah then yeah. they bring
1: out a oh. proper safety car and crunch everyone together there's only one reason they do that and that's to make the bunch of filled up so they get racing again it's yeah, all yeah. because under by... a safety
2: car they don't have to i know they're meant to slow down past the incident but in theory they can go as fast as they want in the car to catch up with the field on a safety car so they can be yeah. driving faster on the track but with a virtual safety car they've got to reduce their speed is it either by 40 percent or 240 of mm. of where they were yeah. before
0: there's a, there's a window of times isn't there to get on there. You've yeah. so got to
2: drive the car around the lap to a certain time. Yeah. Exactly. I think the,
0: the problem um, was that they, they couldn't get Lewis in as soon as the Latibi crash was happened. And because Max was a, a bit behind, he had the best view of it. So he he was able to come in straight away and get his tires changed. And Lewis couldn't have done that because he would yeah, have lost he too had much nothing time. to
2: lose. He had nothing yeah, to lose yeah. and uh, yeah so they, with a little bit of help yeah. from the, the FIA and Michael Massey yes. um obviously Got the championship, but it was hey. it felt a bit hollow. I mean, I'm pleased for Max. Yeah. I like yeah. it's yeah, Not you know, sad uh, that Max is world champion, but yeah, yeah. even he realizes that on the day it should not have been him.
0: Yeah, I just done. think Lewis under every point in that race, Lewis was able to almost pull away and get ahead, and that was the you know down to, you know his car was good, but he was making it happen. The last few races, Lewis has been able to exploit everything he could with that car. And look look where Bottas was. Yeah.
1: Where was where were Bottas and Perez?
0: Yeah. People people
1: constantly going about. Oh, it's the car. It's the car. It's the car. Where's Bottas? Where's Perez? End of. Perez is a well-respected Formula One driver. Bottas is as fast as anything, and he out qualifies Lewis a lot of times. Not just a couple of times. A lot of times. Where were they? Where are they yeah. in the entire
2: year? Where are they? Yep. The and Verstappen run? had come in under a, was it a previous safety car. He'd come <clears throat> in with a safety car, yeah, yeah and got yeah. the, the me- medium tire. and Lewis was still yeah. out in the hard and, and Lewis yeah. was still staying ahead. Yes. I, thought, yes. I thought Verstappen would have actually caught Lewis, but yeah, no. he wasn't. Lewis was handling it beautifully on those worn tires. Yeah. And, um, I mean, uh, if that hadn't happened, you might have thought, oh, well, maybe there was a bit of underlying pace in the in the Red Bull, but there really wasn't. It was no. absolutely in the Mercedes's race and Lewis. And yeah. to, to end it like that, I just felt absolutely deflated after it, actually. Really quite yeah. upset by it. So as soon it, as I saw it,
0: as soon as it, yeah. as soon as it was announced that the five cars could overtake, I knew that was it over. I just knew, I thought, no, that, yeah. that's the thing. I thought, they can't do that. It's got to be either all or nothing. You can't just have a few that you've picked, a choice pick because he knew they made this for the race, because he knew that, that yeah. I mean he was on the soft tyres, it, it, it was over, uh, whatever, I mean, he, Lewis had not, I actually thought Lewis gave him a lot of room, because he, the thing is, Lewis was expecting these last minute dive bombs by Max, because, you, you know, he knew that that was the only way Max could pull it off, um, but as when he yeah. over, actually overtook at the hairpin, at the first hairpin, um, you know, Lewis gave him plenty of room, it's a pity he didn't block a wee bit more, because that may have just put him yeah, off a
1: If he'd have crashed out together, that he would have lost anyway. That is the point. Yeah,
0: thing. but even yeah. just not being, not allowing him to overtake by just slowing him up a wee bit, you know, to try and to try. I think there's so many streets there, and I think he, he would have gotten past eventually. But yeah, it was. It just. I, I just think Michael Massey has taken too many liberties with with the racing, and he's doing but too much himself
1: this, this to try and point. sort
0: things out. Hugh, and that's we said this
1: the day, Hugh. I mean, come on. Tell me about what you think about why Michael Massey is doing it. Michael Massey is obviously a weak character. He's someone that does not want to stand up to the teams. Yeah. Brundle said in an interview this week, he said that Charlie Whiting was feared by the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody challenged him because he would have him. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. he would just... And, and that's Michael Massey. There was not no Michael Massey. That was Charlie Whiting. Marco yeah. Massey, from the beginning, the last two years of Marco Massey's reign, there's been egotistical um, self-defense. You know, when he screwed up, he would be self-defending himself repeatedly, rather than he can't admit fault. He can't even pretend to not admit fault while changing what he did. Yeah. It, it's yeah. all. It, it,
2: it well, can't he gave the best was was Marcy Charlie Whiting's number two? I don't. Or know. did he just come from some other? I've never heard of him
0: know. before. Never heard of him. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, it's certainly it. It, it just makes you think if they keep going like this, he, he's too. You know, he's trying to please everybody, or like you know, he was clearly on the phone to Red Bull, uh, and he's, and 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 not to not to Mercedes. He was giving one preference over the other. Um, and you can't Wait, get away with what,
1: that. T- was it the race before? Is asking Red Bull their preference for a, a restart?
0: Yeah. A- also, he didn't tell Mercedes. Yeah,
1: he didn't tell uh, Mercedes. Mr. Mart, you've, you've been caught doing 120 mile an hour in a 30 zone. How would you like this to go? Would you like <laughs> to just have a slap on the wrist and do a bit of community service? Or do you want to lose your licence, have a huge fine and go to prison? Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Think, oh, yeah. Give me a second. I, uh, <laughs> actually, I don't want to do either of those. What I would like to, is just to get away with it completely and then carry on for the rest of my life driving as fast as I like. What do you think? Uh, Ooh,
0: uh, well, well, it, it was done like last the, the week before because remember when Lewis hit Max when he slowed down? Um, you know when he was when he was told to him they hadn't told Mercedes to give the place back at that point, and that's why because the engineer is going to be on the phone uh, to, to uh, on the radio uh, to Lewis straight away. Uh, to tell them, look, you can go past. And I think that's why the issue happened, because they told Red Bull far too early and they didn't tell Mercedes. They should have had a, an open commentary to them both. You know, they both should have been on at the same time saying, look, this is what's going to happen. And that was that, but they didn't do it. And I'm I'm kind of amazed that they don't, you know, if they're going to do these kind of stunts, they really need to have um, the, the set up to make it fair because it, it simply doesn't look fair. And you, can, I mean, Susie Wolfe was saying that she was so disappointed Um, and just wonders what's going to happen for next year, because it's losing its credibility. And I think with a lot of fans of our age, they they have lost credibility completely.
1: Lost its credibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Lost,
1: not losing. Losing was the past two years. That race lost lost the credibility. But this is the problem, okay? Yeah. More people watch that race than anybody else ever.
0: Really? Goodness. Well, I suppose, especially with the controversy audience,
1: the audience, and that is what Liberty Media is going for. They're not they don't give a damn. The latest F1 drives that you love this phrase fanboy. You're a fanboy because you disagree with me, and I'm offended, and I've got tight pants on, and I'm dressed like a girl. Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) The point is, yeah, but that's the point. The point is. I think that's a fanboy, something else. <laughs> fan trans. The point you know, I'm making is, I, I don't give a, da- a damn who people support, but I don't support. I support teams. I am interested. I have you know, I have teams I like. I have drivers I like. Okay, Seems to like a Williams until they stop being Williams and McLaren. But I still, because Lewis, though he's a complete arthole. And a total idiot in the crap he comes out with. And he failed. The year he disappointed me was the last time I supported him, which was 2007, where he was so immature in his immature, excuse me, his immaturity. I, it was like I was so disappointed I couldn't carry on supporting him because. My hero Jackie Stewart was saying, "If you just, you know, four races from the end, he would have been world champion if he had finished third or whatever it was." But he was so focused on winning at all costs that he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't think of the long game. He'd be the, the first world, first rookie world champion. But yeah. the thing that's impressed me is that over the years, where he was in the wilderness, okay, got his first world championship in two thousand. Eight, but yeah. McLaren were in the wilderness for a few years, midfield and he won races and didn't win races and he learnt off button and he got mature and that's the guy we see today
0: Yeah, yeah. the
1: guy we see today is the guy that's kind of been tested well, it, and hardened and... and matured and understood stuff we've now got a guy that can look after it his tyres while being as fast as anybody else I remember you used to watching Rosberg and Hamilton together and Rosberg, who's a super fast driver. I mean, there's no way you can pretend Rosberg's not super fast. If Hamilton hadn't been there, it would have been a multiple world champion, right?
0: Yeah.
1: But he... They were... they. The, Hamilton was going faster on the track while saving more fuel. They, have, they used to have a graphic.
0: Yeah, that's right. Remember, they used to have this, yeah, how much fuel. And that it's like, so
1: wait a minute. So this Lewis Hamilton yeah. guy, not only is he raw... Rawly super fast. He's capable of being technically excellent. He's able yeah. to look after his tyres like Perez, because Perez has only ever been able to look after his tyres. That's this thing. Perez looks after his tyres. And it's like, well, you know, he, he had those high-placed positions early mm. in his career based on looking after his tyres. But he couldn't do anything else.
2: That's what you want, isn't it? On your on your obituary, was he looked after his tires? He looked after his race. tires. <laughs> right? I and
1: mean, you look at him. You look at him now compared with a yeah, and you even can Hugh see gets he's your
2: Mars and Perez out of his tires. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perez is a midfield runner who can look after his tires. That's so it. Do,
0: and so, what do you know, think? What do you think will happen next?
1: Is, he can. He can look after his fuel. He and, and he can go as fast as anybody, and when he's got a problem, he fixes it.
2: Uh, you know, well, it, Mercedes, aren't, Mercedes aren't going to appeal it, so yeah, they, yeah they were, have, they they
0: were drawing their appeal. They were I think they had to it. because at the end of the day, it wouldn't have been right. Uh, uh, you kind of think, yes, it would have been nice if they could have changed it, but it, it would have had to have happened straight away. They needed to look, it, it should have really happened at the end of the race. And it would have been taken to account never, because they didn't ever want to do it. change their own
1: decisions. Yeah,
0: they weren't going to do it. No, no they weren't. No. They weren't going to do it. Um, Jerry has asked, "Loosen your belt, Rue. You must be looking like it's going to pop. The, <laughs> the buttons are going to pop." Absolutely, absolutely not.
1: Listen, if anybody <laughs> out there thinks I've got my own channel called Rue's Rants, which I've not ranted on yet because I don't know how to go about it and I'm lazy. But. <laughs> If anybody out there thinks I'm some kind of mild-mannered moron, oh God no! You're just like if you don't like me, bog off. I don't. I'm <laughs> not, I just, no, I've I, I spent a lifetime being told, "Calm down, don't get angry." I'm not angry. I'm passionate. This is if, if when you get oh, this thing was made by passion. I want to get the BBC people that say that kind of crap, and I want to twist their head off and then spit down the neck okay (laughs) because honestly this wasn't made by passion you don't make things by passion you make things by hard work and application of your of your abilities passion is this crap passion is where you care you really care and you care so much now i've got bugger all in my life until this sim racing bullshit and this crap oh you people out there You've just really ruined everything for me. I thought I wanted to, I was, I I had a pretty good box of the people I wanted to hate. And then the human race came along and decided to ruin that by being nice. But the point is.
0: Oh, there's something bumping away with that.
1: Formula One is the thing I have cared about for 26 years. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I, I lost so much in my life, so much. The average person would not be able to understand what I've lost. The one foundational, the one thing in my life that was constant was Formula One. And Liberty Media have totally screwed that up.
0: Yeah. Completely. You wonder what they're going to do from here.
2: No, I'm not going to carry completely. on. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They I don't care. It's um, yeah. terrible for the, the real fans that care about the sport. What happened uh, on Sunday? And
1: racing, it's, John, yes. Racing. Yeah. Not a driver or a team or a being a fan. Racing.
2: Yeah. And then Michael Massey keeps coming back and saying it's a motor race, Toto. Yeah, but a motor yeah, race, you, was... don't just, you don't just do half the rules. You let yeah. half or five yes. cars drive past. I thought that was quite Markle insulting. Sense. Yeah. I thought it was it quite was
0: insulting. Something. Um, to say that, and I just think, as you say, they've lost—they have lost credibility completely. um and it's going to be again. They've—they've they've made it for TV, and and they're I think, as well, with some of the some of the, the the coverage that you're going to get, they're going to be very, very aligned with what the FIA do of because they know they're billions, going to lose their contract if they try and millions of
1: pounds are involved here, not just like yeah. a couple of quid. And Simon just said, you know, thirty years, and he's younger. Yes, you are younger, mate. Absolutely. And you've been to many more tracks than I have, and I'm. But it's not. I'm not talking about competition. I've been aware of Formula One my entire life. Mm. All right. My I mean, my earliest memories is talking about Sterling Moss and Jackie Stewart, and uh, James Hunt and, and and Barry Sheen were two names that were burnt into my youth. Mm. Born in 69. So I was pre-10 years old when they won their championships.
0: Yeah.
1: And I still remember the days when Barry Sheen died and and James Hunt died. So it's not like Formula One and other motor racing forms of motor racing was that weren't there. It's Mm. not like Mm. I was unaware. I just was not interested in Formula One because to me back in those days, it yeah. was driving round and round.
0: Well what was interesting, you could see it over the recent years, I would say over the last ten or twelve years, kind of you know, I kind of it reached its peak of, of some great cars. You know, you had the V ten engines in the in the mid two thousands and some fantastic cars, great, great sound, great spectacle. I remember Jonathan when we used to go and watch the testing at Hareth and we saw you know, it was fantastic seeing the cars go around and, and well the you'd hear you'd and,
2: hear the cars two miles oh, from yeah. where you saw them. I mean, yeah, it was incredible.
0: it was amazing. It was incredible. And it really gave it everything. And we thought, well, we have to get to a to Grand Prix, you know. And it just gradually got worse. Well, then they had obviously the, the V8s, and, and they were pretty good. They were amazing to watch as well, amazing to, to, to listen to. But you could kind of tell that what, what I think is the biggest difference before the kind of wokeness and politicization of Formula One really took a kind of, really kind of worldly political view. Um, okay. There was a, a few years ago at Spa, um, the Greenpeace, I think it was one of the kind of environmental groups, made a protest, and they put a big. They were on one of the stands at the at the first hairpin. I think at the source is it the at the first hairpin, and they put this big kind of um, poster. This huge poster came rolling down, and there was a guy hanging from a from a, yeah. a line. And yeah. and the thing was because Bernie was in charge, they said do him. not. <laughs> yeah, well, no. <laughs> that um, yeah. Uh, it, it was it was they basically they didn't show it. They they refused yeah. to cover it on any yeah. of this any of the cameras. Yeah. So nobody knew what was going on. They're not going to glorify
1: they, this nonsense, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And instead of and we thought <laughs> great, that going kind of showed that they were in the right mind and they could take control of the situation and not get distracted. But now it's like they are they are looking for a distraction, they are looking for this, you know, they're trying to do the, all the all the kind of stuff oh, that they the think is, is 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 going to get them votes or get them viewers. Well, the wokeness like, has gone through zero. everything in society. You see, wokeness I mean?
2: through government, it goes through corporations, it's gone through sport, it's even gone through the church. Everything is yeah. woke. It's the yeah. new religion, and I mean, it's yeah. just ruining. John, it.
1: what what is woke to you? What is this wokeness? I, I'm not putting you on the spot. I just yeah. I, I want to know what what. what what do you see when you see woke stuff going on? What is it?
2: Work is like God to progressives. I mean, yeah. it is what it's kind of what it's they it's the virtue signaling, they, they it's making yourself
0: yeah. look good over everything else and you know better than anybody else. And anyone who disagrees with you has got no moral character whatsoever. You're either on that side or you're not, or you hardly exist. And that's, of that's
1: very if you're either for us or against us, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the interesting thing is. I know you two would, would be um, classically defined as like right-wing, okay? If you're going online now, you're, you're right-wing. But the thing is, I'm left-wing, okay? Mm. I was brought up as a Labour supporter. I was brought up working class. I was brought up in, in every kind of bracket, union, every kind of bracket you consider to be left-wing. And I am sick of it. Because these people do not re- represent me or any of the poor people of Britain. These no, are all yeah, morons from Islington on yeah, 125,000 pounds a year, telling poor people your attitude is wrong because you're not something. And yeah. it, What the hell?
0: What's so, that- it's not, yeah. it's
1: not even a left-right
0: issue. No, it's not a left-right. Right. You can get away with yeah, it.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. But to take Paris it to Johnson's our point. party, You know, look at the Allegra Stratton. She's woke, but she can get away with doing what she did because yeah. she's got the right opinions. If you have the yeah. right views, you say the right things, you've got the right bumper sticker on your car, your behaviour is beyond repute, and you yeah. are protected by other people within can your can right a,
1: a woke politician taking three different salaries from three jobs other than being an MP. Mm-hmm. and that's fine and no one says to you you know, these three jobs you've got what are you getting paid for? Oh, I'm a director uh, so what do the companies which only pay for something they get a return on, because they're not
2: stupid
1: what are they getting is- from you? Oh no, nothing mm-hmm. this well, is What are gets- the, they the paying you for then? Whether it's, green energy,
2: pay- whether it's mm-hmm. vaccines, whatever it is it's mm-hmm. just can I, this, oh, can I bring this? Can I bring can I bring this back? Can I bring this back to F1? <laughs> yeah, yes, get back to F1. Um, well, yeah, F1. but the F1 because, thing is yeah, part of
0: it. But let me let me bring explain. that point to you. It is, it is, because when you when they do We All Race As One, their video, you know, their virtue signaling video that they all have to do. Um, and they take the knee and some of them stand up and whatever else. Um, but uh, they say in that's in that's in that quote, and this is what really annoys me, is that they say change starts with you, you know, and it's like no, every honest. Person that's made a good speech says change starts with me. You know they, they take responsibility and they say I need to change. I need to do what what is right. And and it's and it's nonsense. And we're I think a lot of people feel that they are getting attacked almost. You know they're they're being um, pilloried um, for not for for who they are and they haven't done anything wrong. They've not racist. Well, they're not. Racist, no, they're not. They're, they don't treat people badly. Listen, mate,
1: and, put a mask on. Put a mask on. A social distance. Meanwhile, I'm going to have a party. You'll be arrested yeah. for not doing it, but I'm going to have a party with my mates in Whitehall right now. Yeah. Hold on, um, I think, and then, yeah, that, then, big. I'm going to have a, a pretend. I'm going to have a pretend um, conference. I'm going to find it, funny. Not only am I going to despise all of you people, I am going to laugh at you.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's. I know what a lot of people get off with politics,
1: but I. These people don't represent anybody in this country. Nobody. Not a single person. Uh, No, I'm wrong. They represent about 10 people with about a billion pound each.
0: (laughs) I think the problem that if I can bring this back again to the F1 issue, that um, because it goes wider than just Britain, Formula One is worldwide. It's all everywhere. Biggest Um, audience. Biggest audience
1: yeah, any sport.
0: Yeah, the half a billion media, people watch that's it. it. That's why
1: Liberty media are doing
0: what they do. Yeah, but the issue is, I think they'll probably keep a lot of their younger audience who is kind of used to this and thinks so it's probably the norm, um, which is unfortunate in that way because I think we, we want people to think for themselves and the big, to, to the look at the watching. real truth of everything. Social because, media, um, you know, yeah, the political correctness unfortunately covers it, it. It doesn't make you know it doesn't believe in truth. It simply believes in its narrative. And this is the big, the big problem. It doesn't work out as and real. And do you think
2: they're actually deliberately trying to exclude people like us? I think we're basically being chucked on on the. Yeah, people. I think they the don't, don't really bother. They think we're old enough. Don't we, don't we can go and do something white else. Men in their forties and fifties watching F one. You want this to be a new younger crowd?
0: Yeah, and all you know, yeah, just diversifying. Like you know,
1: they want it's part new, of what they want to read And well, that's fair enough, I suppose. But you want you want you want racing supporters, not football supporters. Yeah. it's the, that the new people are into this kind of partisan, this idea that if you're supporting someone, you attack everybody else.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, like, well, oh, Look, look at the fact the lady you're that disagrees me. Oh, ah, yeah. you're a fanboy of. Yeah. Well, we look at the fact that Martin Brundle tries to speak to people on the grid, and now more and more so, people are saying, "No, oh, you're not allowed to speak to this person." You know that he's being he, even he's being told he's not allowed to speak to this person or that person. So
1: Brundle's being stopped from doing grid walks by yeah PR. There was
0: there was, there was an American singer um, that uh, that, yeah. that was on and and, she, and he spoke to her and she spoke back uh, and said yes yeah, she would talk and then the minder and the and the and the the kind of. Team E-o, around her basically, he, all the PR people pushed them away and said, No, you're not allowed to, yeah. Talk and to that, in such
2: a visual way, was saying, This sport is not for you anymore. It's not about the racing fans, it's not about the it's racing a, pundits, you, it's about you, us, yeah.
0: The celebrity, the celebrity and
2: celebrity, Simon, money. Simon what, you've got to what, be over will, there. Will it burn out? I mean, if you look at things like, I don't know, things like podcasts taking over from the BBC or Sky News, I don't listen to a TV anymore, I just listen to podcasts generally or things on YouTube.
0: I yeah. mean if
2: you can get racing car racing or bike racing or whatever on a much more grassroots level and watch it on YouTube or something with real enthusiastic people can we
1: people us just care.
2: Forget, forget f1 and can we get that coming through sim racing yeah. to a certain extent is doing that the top sim racers they, yeah. yeah in a way that you know they don't need the money they don't need all the the cash behind it and people have had enough of all the the virtual singing in f1 and the the ads and the corporates and the um, the I think it's, people. It's, people are doing sim racing.
0: I think in the in the lower echelons of the stream, streaming kind of world, it's probably more straightforward to do that. When you get to the the higher levels, like the big guys like Jimmy Broadbent, Super GT, and the others who have made it so far, you know, through you know, they, they they get to drive real cars. They're all over the world. You know, Super GT was in Abu Dhabi and, and watching the race, and dri- he's actually driven a racing car around the new circuit. Um, I think he has to be very very careful. And he probably has to go along with all the politically correct stuff because he knows that it's kind of career-dependent. If Um, if you've
1: bought a million-pound house based on something that you're doing and then somebody comes – I mean, this is is why I have some sympathy with – there's people I follow on Instagram in Hollywood, okay? And there's this whole thing about um, Disney, you know, woke and destroying Star Wars. Now, if you look – uh, they, they, they call this thing the silent majority, don't they? If you look at the backlash yeah, that's big enough to cause Disney to change their opinion, this is a massive, this isn't a tiny company, this is a huge company. They've had to re Gina Carano.
0: Yeah, with all of that.
1: And she has been able to dictate terms I mean, this is she's she wasn't a big star before. She's an ex MMA fighter. She did a couple of great films, you know. Haywise, a superb film, which I was really yeah. frustrated by because it said starring a list a bunch of people and the main character is not even listed as starring in it. She's fucking uh, th- every scene, yeah. it's ridiculous. But she's it's, it's a great job of that genre of film, you know. She's not quick
0: questions, she... quick, quick. I think it's quite important here. Um, Jerry has said. Um, should Drew keep doing that with his wheel when it's not on, unless he's playing a game at the same time?
2: It was not good for it.
0: <laughs> it might break, as opposed if you're turning the wheel on the time. Although, well, no, I'm it not makes
1: no difference because there's no resistance. If it's not switched on, touch. it's not resisting the servos. It's just moving gears.
0: So it's uh, so it's no resistance on that one.
1: I mean, it Can will he? wear them, but it will take thousands of hours away. wear. OK, and I also want to say, Simon, I was not attacking you when I was saying about you. Saying stuff though, obviously I was really upset by it. Um <laughs> well, he, he put earlier um don't get me started with Star Wars. No, <laughs> I will get you
0: started because no, we're not Simon, you're such a geek. You are, <laughs> <Star Wars>. <laughs> <Turkey>. <laughs> you you
1: are a nerd like me, and I love that fact.
2: But can so, the fans yeah, reclaim also... Formula One? Yeah, I think we can. I think, does, time, no, no. I think it will take
0: time. No, no, I think it will take time. No. Um, I think I think Liberty Media will struggle no. because not a yeah, I, it's no. it's it's left. It's Eventually, to split Ru. It. Eventually, it's, it's it to might split not be it. next year. It might not be twenty twenty three. How many of us are there? It take it's going to take a lot of the big business guys in F one who will get so annoyed because they'll lose championships, they'll lose a lot of money. I mean, this is pro- I mean, how much money has has Mercedes lost? Well, I suppose they won the constructors, so they were all right. But if it starts affecting other teams. Yeah, they but the they're same sponsors,
2: Hugh. They're sponsors. If you've got Patronas and you've got Ineos, and they're getting all this coverage from the, you know, good. What it says, say like any news is good news, or any any um, publicity is good publicity, uh, even though it's controversial. If if they've got hundreds of millions of people watching, then maybe they get away with it. But there has to be something uh, behind it. There has to be some genuine racing and some genuine race fans behind things. You see it with car manufacturers when they start to make. Long-term,
1: yes, I'd agree with you, John. I completely agree with you, John. The problem is is that these people, Trinity Media, are courting short-term viewers. The kind of people that think that it's okay to attack other fans on social media, the kind of people that think that you follow a team like you follow a football club or national team. These are the ones that um, they don't last, because I mean, I, 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 I was I, I managed to come across um, a commentary, a comments set of comments on YouTube that I had with someone the, uh, months ago, and they were saying they didn't care about this, and they didn't care about history, and they didn't care about that. They only care if Ferrari are doing well. So, yeah. my answer was like that long.
0: He's going to have a long wait.
1: <laughs> well,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: tell you what, can I read you what I put? You won't okay. tell a second. Okay. So, this person had put about, he, he says he did not care. Z underscore row had put that he did not give a damn about anything, only what Freud did. So, I, said, I see. That's a precarious position to base your enjoyment on one tiny thing. Liking or supporting a team is great, but to see the whole sport as that one team is to miss the point of the sport. What about the sights, smells, and sounds of racing? What about the incredible skill shown by many drivers? Were Fangio's titles less skillful or less important when they were for Maserati or Mercedes or Alfa oh. Romeo? which was the mother of Ferrari. Was yeah. Schumacher worthless when he won for Benetton? What is Alfa Romeo worth? Alfa was the mother of Ferrari. He did yeah. his apprenticeship. Uh, he drove for the team. The score, the, the cars that Scuderius Ferrari were created to race that were the Alfa Works team. Ferrari designed and manufactured the most successful racing car ever, the 158 Alfa for Alfa Alfa Romeo and reconstructed them after the war for Alfa Romeo from the bits that were in the cheese factory post-World War II. These cars won the first two world championships until Enzo beat them finally in 1951 and he had a speech where he said his tears of joy and sadness because today I've killed my mother, meaning that he had beaten his his mother, Alfa yeah. Romeo. And yeah. this guy said, in the old days, and he was saying, in the old days, Ferrari used to win all the time. And I was saying, in the old days, this shows your age. for Because for me, the old days of Ferrari, they not won for decades.
0: Yeah, yeah. The They're Ferrari,
1: you say won, won in the old days, was a team that was changed and fixed by the genius of Ross Brawn, with Schumacher coming in, the man who also created the modern Mercedes team. The only reason Mercedes is successful now is because of Ross Brawn, not because of Toto Wolff. Toto Wolff stole the team off of him in a political coup.
0: Yeah. And here's a good question for you. Um, A couple of good things that Jerry had said. But if Mercedes left, they would be, they supply most of the teams. Yes. And I was saying F1 would be in real trouble if Mercedes left. Yes, They'd probably they probably have should. to go back to V8 engines because yes. they want to have a supply. Oh, they're no, struggling well, with well, Honda, do it, but then they are they're they're going they're, they're they're, they're, to they're they're gonna change
1: the engines anyway.
0: Well, not We're next change, year,
1: no, not next year, but they are working to change the engines anyway.
0: Yeah. And
1: why? Because we've got the most uh, this is part of the old fallacy of reality compared with what's put out there in the ether for idiots yeah. to believe. Mm-hmm. We've got the most efficient internal combustion, petrol driven yeah. engines on the planet in Formula One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Formula One's terrible for the environment. Yeah, maybe, maybe true, maybe not. Okay. But it's not the Formula One engines that are correct. And there's twenty mm. cars for God's sake going around two hundred miles every couple of weeks. <laughs> Most of the pollution of Formula One is created by travelling thousands of miles like that with tons of things? equipment
0: at different race menus all it's, the time. it sounds it's, it's, like it's, COP twenty six, doesn't it?
2: Oh
1: yeah. But you know, but, we're gonna have all these ships stuck in the Clyde, yeah. putting up our people. What? It's yeah.
0: just hypocrisy, a,
1: total idiocy. Yeah. Idiosity.
0: So, here's another question on our, our, to, to get as we get towards a close. Um from Jerry. He says, What is your favorite ever F1 season?
2: Ooh. I enjoyed this one until the last three minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Think, it yeah, was very good. It was very good. I have to say, um, although I have to say, I, I remember watching Schumacher winning the Ferrari in nineteen. It's <laughs> about two thousand when he finally got the championship for Ferrari because it, we've been waiting for so long, and he finally beats Hakkinen in a great race in Japan. And I remember watching it in the early hours of the morning and thinking, finally, he's finally done it, and it was a great, great result. I also remember Mansell winning in ninety two um, and in Hungary when he was second in the race. But the world champion uh, for me that was a that was a big year because I'm a huge Mansell fan, um, and I th- I'm just trying to think what other one I think that was been and Damon Hill winning in '96 that was and that I was a
2: lump in my throat yeah
0: yeah but um, yeah because at the time I wasn't a big Senna fan earlier on but now now you become that after somebody like you know a, a kind of heroic driver um, of Senna's kind of um, kind of character isn't it you, you you appreciate them more usually after they're gone um but uh but yeah
2: but they're something my favorites what about you guys i like verstappen i I actually i do if i could probably more of a Verstappen fan than a hamilton fan really even though i wanted hamilton to win i think the aggression that he brings to the sport is fantastic i mean i know his news are dodgy but some of those maneuvers where he just sticks the car down the inside from two car lengths back and you're like he's just i'm coming through that's it you know and it's his dedication is just extraordinary his raw aggression and talent and speed his qualifying lap at Saudi until he crashed was just I mean it's not often an F1 car with a high downforce you see cars on the limit because they just kind of stuck yeah. to the ground but that yeah. lap in Saudi before he crashed I mean he was on the limit and you could tell he was giving it everything I love that
0: what was your favorite uh seasoned uh, Simon uh, Jerry, when you're there, what was your favorite season? You can put it in the comments and let us know. And anyone else that's in is watching as well. Let us know what you. What was your favorite season? Um, it'd be good to, to hear your comments there. because um, it's it's amazing. I think we all we all have because we all have our favorite characters. We all have the our favorite drivers. Uh, 2007 was a great year. Hamilton almost got it, as we were talking about earlier, and, and he would have been a rookie world champion, which was in which was fantastic. Because the only other person that looked like he could do that was Zach Vilnev in in 1997. Um, but but then he had his, he crashed on the on in Japan and then gave the title to to um, what was it? for um, '96. He crashed in '96 and gave it to Hill. Hill. Um, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? And that that was the thing. That was but, my favorite
1: uh, year. That was yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. with '96 because that was the year that I really. I mean, my my. Oh, we used to have all sorts of problems with my ex-wife and I because she got into Formula One. Because of Damon Hill. Yeah. So Williams and Damon Hill, 95, she got into Formula One. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. even know why. I don't even know why she picked up on Formula One. I mean, obviously, I'm, I've been a car nut all my life, car and bikes, all that kind of stuff. But uh, And and uh, I got her into Alfa Romeo in the early 90s with the, the BBC2 TV show called The Power and the Glory, which was probably the best... Um, Documentary of motor racing that art has ever been, and it's on YouTube. Look it up, on YouTube. Look at it, watch it. It is a superb and evocative piece of, of 12 13 shows, half an hour shows. But when Damon won, I mean, Damon Hill, this haters for Damon Hill, and all this, kind of, but at the end of the day, Damon Hill and Williams got me into seriously got me into formula massively okay regardless whatever happened afterwards that's why i started not being aware of and liking it because it's part of motor racing i'm talking totally obsessive obsessive to the point of knowing everything about it and it cracks me up because they're after soap opera these days but soap opera was formula one formula one is soap opera you've got everything from silly season i mean it doesn't exist anymore. Silly season doesn't exist anymore. Silly season was when everybody decided, right, we're going to go nuts on employing new drivers, and it was it, it's, it's the most literal application of the idea of a soap opera that I've ever seen. You got yeah. every kind of ridiculous scenario happening, and people courting people and not got it. It's the and and it's funny because not grid girls but the whole glamour thing was also part of Formula 1 because you had you had everyone trying to look like they were amazing it was just it was all so so
0: soap opera so, so. Yeah. what well, what's quite incredible um, can I just say because there's lots of people watching just now, and uh, it would be great just to let them know about next week's show we have got Valerio Gallo, who is currently at the FIA Awards Show, which I think is a pretty good guest. Wow. We've been that is going to be fantastic. He's coming for his second appearance next week alongside TRL Lightning, Mikhail um, Hazil, his owl, sorry, um, from a, Turkey. Um, lineup, mate. Yeah, yes. we, I mean that's fantastic. We've got Kirith Kart, we've got Zavazic, we've got Darren got Turner, we've got Dead Eye Billboy in,
1: in the world. Racing. Yeah, coming. Yeah, fastest yeah, and we've got.
0: I don't know what's nice. We've got some of the, the smaller guys and the bigger guys all in together and they can ask each other questions and people can watch and also ask questions. I think it's going to be quite fun. And I think we've got that unique position to be able to offer that. Um, you know, Where else where else can you have folk coming in who are streamers and going to see a lot of the fastest guys in the world and they'll it's be great able mixed, to, to great talk mix to mix of, of the know. best
1: people because yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of seeing everyone. I mean, I don't really follow Jimmy all a bit because they're so popular. They're not going to miss me. They don't care about me. Uh, It's when you get normal people. I mean, when I watch Darren or Scotty, I mean, even Scotty, he's kind of out of my league, if you know what I mean. He's kind of on another level. It's so fast. Yeah. Uh, But when you watch Darren and when you watch so many others, you know, um, Arkeys, you, it's kind of like normal people you know. Yeah, yeah, doing what you, you might be able to do if you just get a bit better, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. I can't, I can't relate. I can't relate to people who are so brilliant and fast and successful. I can't, I just can't. Yeah. I can relate to people who are like me,
0: but a lot um, of the guys are lovely, lovely guys. I mean, Mikel has all who came on. Like a, a few months back, was a lovely, lovely chap um, and really gave so much to the show. Um, and so was Valerio uh, Gallo, it was fantastic, you know. And uh, all of them have given um, a huge amount, you know. So what did I want to call him? What did I want to call him? I can't remember now. He so did the thing with the pit stop. That's what you're Peter always saying. Stop. I wanted yeah. him
1: to say a pit stop. Can you get, honestly, it's for
0: Christmas, get him to say pit stop? <laughs> Darren's Peter just stop. appeared. We've just been talking about you, Darren, saying that you're coming on next week. um, I need to speak to Scotty as well, but I can take up to, I think it's eight or possibly ten people, but I think about seven or eight will hopefully be enough in terms of to make it all work.
1: Can I ask a question? Certainly. I want to ask John. I'm all ears. I want to ask John his summary of F1 now compared with before, why he loves F1, why it's maybe not so good now. I just want to hear John's opinion on all this kind of stuff because I do a hell of a lot of talking. I know I do. And I, I just there are more considered intelligent people out there, including this I one. don't think so. I
2: think I think the passion that you showed tonight and you got a little bit upset about it and I totally understand that yeah. the, the the reality behind it, the racing behind it, seems to be completely sacrificed to make something contrived for for TV. And I totally get your um. I, I think the emotion was. I don't. You'll see anything like that anywhere on the internet. I think it's actually lovely yeah. to see people get quite upset, and yeah. about it because a lot. Of, you're actually reflecting what a lot of people think, me included, mm-hmm. on that Sunday when I woke up and watched the race and I, that last few minutes. I just felt flat as a pancake all day. It really wasn't. Yeah. Just, all you yes. yes. watching this, Hugh and i have spoken about the 90s through the 2000s even having yeah. listened to it for yeah. a while it's like oh what's going on with the f1 i used to talk about it with my dad and you think well what would he think about it all yeah. and you just think it's just yeah i just felt really flat yeah it really flat. and it does show how much it did mean to us i mean sometimes but,
0: you get you get those kind of flat years don't you because i remember when senna won in 91 um and i was a man you know being a Mansell supporter. I was hoping that, that Mansell, it was it down to the wire. Mansell had to beat Senna, I think, in Japan, uh, and then he, he went wide at one of the, at the first corner in Suzuka, and he went off, and that was it. Senna had won the title. Um, so, I, I, and it, and it, met, it left you leaving flat. But then yeah, the but thank you. The, that a driver was a result. Makes a
2: mistake
0: and yeah, goes yeah, white.
2: Then yeah, you, you have to just it. deal with that. But when exactly. something yeah. is confected from some office somewhere, then yeah. it's completely different. If Hamilton, oh, the blowout, the snap, and made, the, the gone through and won. I would have thought he deserves yeah. it. It was a great yeah. battle. But the whole thing. Yeah. I uh, mean,
1: Mansell, just, Mansell's blowout. 180 yeah. plus 180 one hour blowout. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. That robbed him of a title. But it yeah. didn't. It, that was like a. a it's disappointing. A, a it's huge as well, a, a but disappointing, it's not, unfortunate, gut wrenching yeah. happenstance.
2: That yeah. is the you understand it. Someone it? You understand
1: sat in an office.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you come back next, come back next season was... to watch him race again because yeah. the time might not blow next time. But if you come yeah. back next season and it's equal going to the last race and you don't know how it's going, going to end because Netflix basically yeah. wants to get one or look, the other. Look at, Why watch?
1: Silverstone yeah. last year. Silverstone last year. Those tyre blowouts. Yeah, now,
0: yeah. We
1: can all talk about how oh, Pirelli should have made a better tyre and it shouldn't do this, it shouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, that's a physical occurrence. That's that's they didn't do that mm. deliberately. There's no way Pirelli would deliberately make a tire to blow out after so many laps of Silverstone, right? It's not going to happen. That's
2: mm. yeah. I mean, Hamilton finishing the race, and on, then on Hamilton tire. finished in
1: front, <laughs> managing to control that bloody car with three tires. Yeah. How the hell? Whereas that, Bottas that, that, that's didn't. That's
2: real drama. That's real and, drama. And
1: that's not only drama, real drama. A that's ton. real skill.
2: Yeah. Real right.
1: skill. That is incredible skill. And honestly, I, I am sick and tired of hearing about how amazing Mercedes are with this pit stop strategy. That's based on like one race where they did a good job. They're crap. <laughs> they are absolutely shit. They are so bad it hurts. It's like, why have you done that? You know, we, we keep talking. I try to keep trying to get across the logic of the situations, you know. And McLaren and Mercedes both had the same idiotic problem where they come up with some mad idea that's based on something that happened four laps ago. And it's, like, you know, that, that wet race where Norris should have won. And he should have won. He should have won his first race in that wet race this year. The difference <clears throat> was not based on strategy it was based on information
2: mercedes
1: had more information and they passed it on to their driver that was also when he was when he was was. when you're ahead
2: it's very hard to know what to do and also he had nothing to lose because this was his first
1: win right yeah Yeah. John, it was his first win yeah absolutely right He, 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 he had nothing to well they had everything to lose or nothing to lose. There was no in-between. What's the yeah. point of coming second again? I yeah. can win this, I've got it, I've got the yeah. skill to do this. But in the situation, the difference was, and I've I've seen many, many podcasts on this. Mercedes had a radar system that showed them really heavy rain was coming.
0: Yeah, so they knew
1: McLaren did not. Yeah. So, McLaren or, or they did, and they didn't communicate that properly to their driver. So, Nora, yeah. if somebody, had, I'd, if, if I was on that bloody phone to Norris, she'd be like, these are your little shit, you little bloody 20 year old, come this, come in now because you're going to be all over the place because she's going to pee it down on you now. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. That's probably what would I that. would have been saying. And the
0: child, they waited these. In the old days of of oh, uh, and no, then no, the no, it. no
1: no 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 wouldn't they wouldn't because it was all about the relationship between that race engineer you know what i'm talking about hattrick
0: <laughs> when you're in my ear honestly on races
1: honestly and, and i want oh. i want this superb fella here mr gorgeous with his hat <laughs> to <laughs> be your race engineer Honest oh, I can't do that. Program. I
2: can't do that. No, no, no. no, no. 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 What a... I have no idea what I'd do. I'd I, I just be like, Hugh, well, you've got to drive no, the no, car you're fast. You're out like I know what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about. I'd, I'd be like, oh, come Hugh, on. come in now. Come in for wets. Come in for wets. you would be like... <laughs> no. But it's the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Wow, hasn't
1: but someone that is so capable.
0: You've <laughs> you got such a low opinion of abilities. You it's could come so in. To true. be fair, you could come in alongside Andrew because Andrew's very good at doing engineering. In fact, the last time you were talking about Top Gear in the middle of my race, and I'm trying to concentrate on going around the track and you're asking me questions about Top Gear. and uh, So yeah, it's hard okay. enough trying to look at comments, okay. let alone so what, 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 trying to answer questions.
1: Seriously, yeah. OK. What, what is it... We're in threes of crowd. We're in in the races that you've done really well in. Even the ones where you were punted off by someone we can't mention because he's the best mate of the fellow that's running the race. What is it about what I do in those races that makes it easier for you to deliver what you're capable of? I'm not saying that I'm making you better. What I'm doing is stopping you being worse.
0: Yeah, I think you help me with awareness of what's going on. And given me calm um, by giving me the right information, the right kind of things to keep it all together.
1: Right. So you're Norris. You're going through the last, you've got three laps to go, and it's peeing it down. You have so far managed to deal with this weather. But if you've got information where you know it's going to rain so hard, it will make no difference how good you are. If you've not got wet-type tyres, intermediates or wet, you're not going to be on the track. You're going to come off, and that's what actually happened. Now, what did McLaren say? Norris goes, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But he did not know what was coming. If McLaren had the information from the radar that it's going to rain that hard, they should have told him. You need someone on the other end of that line to go, listen, twat, you're five years old. Get and in so this pit now or I'll kill you. you.
0: The-
1: <laughs> I will kill you. My- I will literally you stick a tire iron up your nose if you don't get in this pit lane now. Now, do it. Do it. And then he would have ended up at least on the podium, if not winning.
0: Uh, yeah, because Hamilton had a huge the, advantage when, when he came in for his pit stop. But only, because he, he yeah. only yeah. because he
1: came in when he did. Only because he came in when he did.
0: But, but to me, you're period. right. And going back to what you were saying about Mercedes, they have made a lot of botch-ups oh, in terms lot, of strategy yeah. over the last few years. Yes! Without any doubt. Without any doubt. And um, Red
1: Bull have been brilliant on strategy. They've been superb. They have yeah. been the Ferrari to McLaren's in years. Because McLaren and Williams were both crapper,
0: crap
1: on strategy. (laughs) And Ferrari and Benetton were always brilliant. And the common common was was Ross Brawn and a brain cell. Uh, Now, uh, there were some things like on that wet wet race, the reason I'm going about the wet race, there was a point where you, you come in, it was like 15 laps from the end, 15, 16 laps from the end. Come in. Makes a difference. Or goat. Yeah. There's it, no good coming in five laps from the end because you are screwed. You are yeah. guaranteeing something. You're guaranteeing being screwed. Because you're going to yeah. lose the time from the bit lane and all that stuff. You're going to be behind them. and Yeah, screwed. Whatever. Screwed and this is the i've got i haven't got a computer program but i can see it yeah. i can see it that if you come in i, I did this i did this on a plans race and oh god who was it that was listening to me somebody I, i'm guarantee. i, I absolutely could think that some, the guy that i was talking about and following on the track was listening to my commentary because i went right your your tyres are shags. you've got 15 laps to go if you don't come in now you'll never win if you do come in now you've got a gap to the last guy and you'll come out ahead of them and you'll have fresh tyres and you may be able to win, so it's a case of guaranteed loss possible win either way you'll end up in the same place you're in now and I don't need a computer program to tell me that.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you know, over, over time through well, your experience, just, I have to make it work.
1: Yeah, I have unfortunately got a kind of brain that works that way. Concepts, yeah. you know, um, it doesn't work <laughs> in many other ways, many many other ways, but it worked in that way. And you don't need, you know, me talking to you on that radio. You get. I need. It's a psychology. It's why I'm interested in the psychology of racing drivers. Why did DC not win a world championship? Why? He was as fast as he was as fast as Hackenin. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks. He was as fast as Hackenin and better at overtaking, much better. And when he had that massive plane crash, he went on a new level. So why Mm -hmm. didn't he win? It's because. Part of the reason was because Ron Dennis was a nit.
2: Ron yeah. Dennis
1: absolutely adored me, Akinen, and he would do anything. There was team politics going on there. Yeah. Well, look at, oh my God, look at that, Hamilton. Um, no, Hamilton. DC ended up in Red Bull, and his races where charging past people, and yet he had this reputation of being rubbish at overtaking. Why that's yeah. bullshit? It's just he wasn't, he was brilliant overtaking. He just what he had was a bunch of people that decided what this character was the door of Scotsman that's going to be like this. Hello, my name's DC. I'm driving like I'm um, 400 years old.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm retired. I
0: I can see the hat oh. on the rear parcel shelf. And the...
1: <laughs> Absolutely, well, you know, my mum and papa—they've got like a, you know, a Holland's company, and I'm driving, a <laughs> truck. He was super fast. I—I mean, my God, I've seen several rated champions, and he's always at the top. He's yeah, fighting yeah. with Vettel, oh, four times world champion.
0: Well, oh come on! I? I'm going to have so to bring this to a close. Only because I've been told I'm making too much noise. Why? But,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay,
0: fair enough. Um, but we can we can certainly it's gather relative. from all of this is that a lot of people will have been put off, and will struggle to maybe watch it next year. And I think we, we, we kind of keep coming back because we like the sport. Yeah, and we, we like keep it coming won. back. That's the fun. We just have yeah. to see how it how it works. We've got but it touring has, Cars. broadcast. British,
1: British Cars is always awesome, always,
0: yeah.
1: and it's like, live on channel. RTV
0: something. If you guys are watching, we'd like to see more of our wonderful discussions and especially commentary tomorrow. We are doing The zones Rush oh. Commentary. And it's at Barcelona tomorrow night, so it's <sighs> going to be great fun. So it's going to be a good run. That's GT3 and GT4. And we should be live from round about 8 o'clock tomorrow night with me and Rude doing the official commentary of Te The Rushar. Rush so. I've got
1: sunglasses,
0: it's not fair.
2: Barcelona. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh! I think it has been whoa, there whoa, already. Whoa, 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 You're probably he, quite he, right there. Where, and where, 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 the, where are they gone? I don't know, but on that note, we're going to, <laughs> on that bombshell, as you would say, we're going to end the show, but remember we've got our Christmas special, which has Valerio Gallo and TRL Lightning, Savizic, Kira's Cart, Darren Turner, hopefully Mike Rogers Racing, Dead Eye Del Boy, and many, many more. It's been fantastic to have you all with us tonight. Take care. Have a fantastic week. Please join us tomorrow night. We'll be live on this channel, the Hugh Hatrick channel. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you very soon. Drive fast and try not to crash. Bye just now.